Two social workers on a mission to change the narrative. Elenio Baby's podcast seeks to empower others in making changes to maintain their physical, emotional, and mental health. This podcast is about becoming the best version of ourselves. I hope you feel inspired. Join Bria Spencer and Fadia Jean-Pierre bi-weekly as they initiate conversations about mental health, fitness, and travel. Share this with someone who needs it. Follow us on Instagram at millennial underscore babes underscore podcast. And let's continue the conversation. Welcome. So thank you, Isis, for being here with us this morning. Welcome to the Millennial Babes podcast. I am Bria Spencer, and I am joined with my co-host, Badia Jean-Pierre. And we are about to have an amazing conversation with you today. I am so excited. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to introduce you to our audience. We have Isis, a.k.a. the digital sales guru. She is a business coach and Instagram strategist who aims to help small business owners, side hustlers, and aspiring entrepreneurs. Isis decided to lean on her faith and follow her purpose, leading her to leave the corporate world and teaching background to impact the lives of others, walk in your purpose, and secure the bag all at once. (laughs) So Isis, is there anything else you would like to share with our audience that I did not say already? Um, no, I think that's me in a nutshell. I always like laugh at bios. I'm like, how are you supposed to introduce yourself? (laughs) So I think that's me in a nutshell. I think the most of it we'll get from this conversation. Yeah, exactly. So Isis, you basically created a community for women of color to, to come together. And to this community of women, you know, you're connecting with us, you're empowering us and uplifting one another, right, with your business. And it's not just like, oh, we're, here's the business, let's make money. It's like, how can we empower each other and come together as a community? And we all come from different, also the different background. And your platform has basically started helping us, you know, change our narrative through, through the business side and with with renewing our faith which is huge and having a beautiful relationship with ourselves so how what inspired you to walk into your purpose and creating you know brown girls biz world and bringing us together as a community and helping us renew our faith along the way Ooh, that is a a kind of a deep question i can get long-winded with this i'll try to keep it (laughs) um i will say I just remember feeling very lonely. Mm. I'll say that I really do. And it wasn't like I didn't have friends. I had an amazing boyfriend. I had great best friends. I had family, but there was no one who really understood my big dreams, Mm -hmm. Um, but also wanting to lean on God and wanting to, I don't know. I just remember feeling like before I even started my business that I had these big dreams. The first night I met my boyfriend, uh, he was like, he knew I was the one because I kept telling him, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be big. I want to have, I got these big things. I want to be helping women. I'm going to be doing all of this. He said, oh, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know yet. 
<laughs> because I always just knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so when I stepped into business and just helping people, I didn't even realize I was a coach at one point. I was really just helping people and realizing, oh, I could charge for this because people started offering to pay. It wasn't even me charging at first. Um, I realized from that and just my conversations with then clients, I wasn't even calling them clients. I was just calling them people on Instagram that I was helping. (laughs) And um, a lot of people, I found myself spending, I would say 80% of our time together pouring into them as far as like wow. motivation and understanding. And we would end up having talks and crying about how, you know, it's hard getting past things and how we wish we had more support. And so, you know, it was something that just fell into place. I you know it was after a, a few weeks of doing these week long masterclasses that I used to do, I would take 30 women a week and just yes. think about like growing on Instagram, but we would have such deep questions and every week somebody would say, you know what, we should just have something where we do this every month. We should mm. just do this all the time. And I was like, oh girl, I can't do that all the time. Like <laughs> while I was doing it, I couldn't do it that way. It would be taking yes. like, a group every week, all month long. I was like, no, no, no. Um, and I didn't even think about a membership at the time until somebody was like, you know what, well, I'll pay just like every month if you mm-hmm. want. Just get mm-hmm. back on a call every month. And I was like, you know what, that's a smart idea. And I was calling my dad and I told him, I was like, I think I'm going to make these like month long things. Yes. Uh, and he was like, so a membership? And I was like, oh, okay, is that what that is? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just, so it was just birth out of love and frustration and loneliness and wanting to pour into other people. And yeah. That's amazing to hear because we are coming together and by the idea and what you started doing is shape what you're doing right now, shape your business and bringing women together and empowering us and showing us the way to do it. And basically, I I thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. And I think what I heard throughout all that is just the passion Mm-hmm. for it and not even knowing it's the, the unknown you're going on an unknown journey but within that journey you're, you were still so passionate about it you were still, still so rooted about it and I think that's a lot for us entrepreneurs like we have this big idea these big dreams and yes. we, sometimes we don't even know where to start but just by talking or we're already doing the work and not even realizing and so the people just naturally come to us it's like the energy that we attract and you know it also makes me think with in all that in your journey how do you continue to live intentionally um, while walking in your purpose Mm, I will say I think everyone or possibly everyone has heard the saying you can't pour from an empty cup and (laughs) my life is full of pouring which means I have to pour it to myself all the time um so I am very very intentional about making time for God throughout my day Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really big on because I you know I know me as a person I know how hard it is for me to stop in the middle of the day um, to really focus on God. I feel like I pray throughout the day, but mm-hmm. I'm very, very, very intentional about my morning routine and my evening routine. Mm-hmm. I start my day and how I reset in the evening for the next day. Um, and so in the morning, I take, I, I think longer than most people's morning routine. Most people I know their morning routine is like 30 minutes to an hour. I take about three to four hours wow. <laughs> every morning, usually between like 4 a.m. and 8 a.m., Wow. And I, that is when I'm doing like my Bible time, my devotional. I journal like three times. I do praise and worship. I just really like to reset my mind, my heart, 
everything to get ready for the day. And I do the same in the evening. My evening routine is a little different because it's not four hours. It's like two hours. <laughs> uh, but then I actually, I'm really, really big about um, joy. Like I feel like mm. just, I hear joy just comes from God. And so when people, yeah. are, people that I watch, you know, stand up comedy every night, they're like, oh, why do you do that? And for me, it's like a way to connect with God. For some reason, when I'm laughing, I feel connected to him. Mm. And so you know, I make That's sure I have beautiful. time for that joy and that laughter in my day. And then I do my downtime stuff again, my devotional, my journal for the next day. Um, but just making sure that he's in like every piece of my life. Because yes. I, I kind of make the decision. I have learned that life does not happen the way we want it to. No. <laughs> yes. Make the decision to go ahead and prep yourself for those surprises, it's easier to make your way through them. Uh, so that's my biggest thing, just using every day to, to prep myself for the unknown. <laughs> and I love how you say you use joy, right? It's about joy. And it looks like with the ideas you were having and with the question with the question that you asked you, you started changing your narrative. You started changing the way you were doing things because you said it, it, this is birthed out of like loneliness, like where you were, mm -hmm. you were at a space where things weren't the way you wanted. And you decided like, I needed to make a change for myself, like changing the narrative. And so- and overcoming that, were you facing a lot of fear that you had to overcome and, you know, and, and taking a different path? How, how did that look like for you as you're preparing yourself and entering God into your life, into every preparation? You know what? I, I feel like I made a lot of changes on my journey and I've had a lot of fears but the crazy thing is, I didn't start having fears. Well, I, I, I had fears only up until I quit my job. Mm. Most people, their fear kick, kicks in after the fact. But my fear was that I would never be able to change the narrative. My mm. fear was when I was working and I was like, God, like, when is this going to happen? Am I doing the right things? Am mm -hmm. I making the right choices? Am I going to be able to, you know, do these things? Um, and so every day that I was still at work, I was scared. Mm. I was because, you know, and, and being in teaching, I feel like 80%, I love my community of teachers, but 80% of them are well beyond my age, yeah. you know? And so mm -hmm. I would look at them and I would ask, you know, I'm a very inquisitive person. So I would ask like, you're talking, took and talk to a teacher who was on the same floor as me, that's me. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, not to be rude, but you're 70 and you've never done <laughs> anything else. Is are, Do you not feel stuck? And I remember her telling me, what else would I do? There's mm. so much I want to do. What else would I do? And I remember that day, mm. eating lounge, eating cake. <laughs> and I was like, mm -mm, I'm not going to ask myself that for the rest of my life. What else I would, what else could I do? Um, and so I just, for me, changing my narrative and me stepping into it was just making a commitment to obedience that mm. was like I wish I could say that I wasn't scared I wish I could yes. that I did I did it was scary as heck but that's all it was is I just made a commitment to be obedient if God said step I stepped like that was just it um and it wasn't easy at all I had to treat it like God was a figure that I could actually see standing over me and you know that was really it for me it takes a lot of courage to, to do that, especially when, because fear can be so crippling, especially when you have a vision and the vision is so clear mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you're just like, I don't know. 
I'm a little scared because I've I've had that. I everything that you've said, I've ex- experienced and I am experiencing. You know, I had to go. I say I had to, but I technically didn't have to go back to my nine to five. And I met my nine to five, and I'm like, I don't. I want to get to a point where I can immerse myself fully into my business and my vision. And sometimes I find myself saying, do I want to take that leap of faith and leave to just immerse myself into it? And because, and that's where the fear comes in. But then I understand when you say you have to be obedient and listen to God and just discipline yourself because at the end of the day, he sees everything and he guides your steps. So I'm, I'm in that process. <laughs> so I'm still trying to be still and listen and right. see him there as a, you know, full person figure. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people need to hear that, especially yes. if they're, they're, they're stuck or they feel like they're stuck. And really it's just, no, take that leap of faith. And I think I was inspired by your work even before Brown Girls Bills were started, right? And I remember I sent you a message on Instagram because I was admired and inspired by your relationship, the way you were approaching the world with being obedient and you were being true to yourself. And I know like, you know, we don't see the, the behind the scene of what it takes. Like, you know, when you're sitting with those thoughts and those feelings and to come out of it and, I, and you can tell like, okay, there's something here. You got to find a way to believe bigger. You got to find a way to, st- to take that leap, that take that step and be like, okay, I'm going to start something. I'm going to create a community. But in order for me to do that, I got to see what it looks like for myself. And it seemed like that's what you were doing is taking, you know, walking on that path for, of yourself and say, okay, what do I need to do? How do I need to prep? And how am I going to bring this community together and, and share this message and help other women in, within that community? Yeah. You, you often talk about like knowing your gift for anyone, you know, who finds themselves stuck and don't know um, how to begin. How can they start using their gift? Like, how can they say, okay, all right, this is what I'm good at. This is what I can share with, you know, with the community. So like, what step do I need to take and then like take that leap of faith and, and starting it? I would say anything that I could tell somebody and leave somebody with really comes down to two things. One, again, that obedience of just doing whatever God tells you to do, which is so hard to do because now everybody's telling you start with a plan. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything without a plan. And sometimes we don't know what God's, no, not sometimes, most times we do not know what God's (laughs) plan is, right? So how is it possible to start with the plan? You don't know. So just take every single step without an expectation if it's something as small as now looking back it's so funny seeing how it all came together but I used to get like small urges on my heart to just text a friend and of just encouragement like that's it right or I would you know have something on my heart to even just call my mom which me and my mom we have a very mother-daughter relationship we're just getting into the friend zone of where she's comfortable, like talking to me about stuff. but I would call the her friend zone. yeah <laughs> I would call her and be like, is there anything you need help with? And I don't know why it would just be on my heart. And like, she'd be like, yeah, actually, can I talk to you about this? And I'm like, okay, God, I don't know why you asked me to do this. But so like just steps of obedience, whether it be small or big. And the reason I say that is because, which is the second thing, you need to start listening to what people are telling you, the people that God ordained to be in your life. Yes. Because a lot of times, 
we don't see what our gifts are. Other people can see it before we do, right? Mm -hmm. It's how we make other people feel because our gifts are not for us, they're for others. And those those things that we do to help people, the things that we do to, to bring them life, to pour into them, you'll see what your gifts are. When I was reaching out to friends and randomly calling my mom or sharing something on Instagram, I remember I had a week, and I kid you not, every single day, someone said in the, in the essence of, you take the most complicated things and make them so simple. I've never <laughs> been able to understand like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was getting, and it was, it was funny because I was like struggling to figure out what was my thing? What made me, what made me different? What made me this? And when I just stopped and started to listen, it wasn't until my boyfriend's mom, called me to tell her something about Instagram. And I like just broke it down for her really quickly. And she said the same thing. I think that was like the last day, like seriously, the last day of hearing it every day. And she was like, you are so gifted. You know, you just Mm -hmm. take the most complicated things and just break them down. And I gasped, but she was like, why are you gasping? I'm like, cause people keep telling me it's driving me nuts. And she was like, probably because that's your gift. You have the gift to teach and you thought it stopped in the classroom and it does not. Everybody can't do it like that. And I just, and she kept repeating gift, gift, gift. And I was like, wow. And I can't explain the feeling. It just gave me chills. Mm, Uh, And then that's, I got really serious about stepping into my gift and helping others do the same and and looking at spiritual gifts and studying them. Um, But that was really, you know, those two things, just walking to obedience and listening to the people who God ordained to be in my life, not just everybody. Not just everybody. <laughs> no. um, and, you know, that's what helps me come across what my gift is. And I can relate to exactly what you said, because for me, for years, I'm a social worker. So as a social worker, I work with like youth, you know, and, and I started working with adults and I will hear people say sentences oh, like, you're so good at this. Like, oh, you should do this. And then for me, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. My family was like, wow, like, why don't you go do this? And then I remember I sat down in my notebook and I wrote things that I want to do. But for me, it was like, how am I even going to do this? Like, it's such, it's a lot of work. Like, what is it that, you know, I need to do? And I kept putting it to the side and it's like I, I know I desire I want it but I'm not doing anything about it until like people you know even my cousin Bria is like you know when are you gonna start your own thing when are you gonna do this because you're you're so good at this you're sending these messages you're doing this when are you gonna step into it and for me in my head I'm just like what are you talking about like like I'm not seeing I'm not seeing it and then but as you start and as I start to be around individuals that are you know doing things that I enjoy and I'm like I, I am good at this. This is what, you know, makes brings me joy. This is what makes me happy. And then I started listening to God. Like you said, I started like praying on it and saying, okay, what is my direction? What is it that I need to do? And I think now I'm finally finding myself like, okay, just take that leap. And I had to like start listening. Like you said, like start listening and be obedient. And that was like the big thing for me. And I, and I'm so happy. Like I joined the um, Brown, Brown Girls business, business world because when you, encourage us to read the book believe bigger I think that's when it changed everything for me mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. the messages <laughs> <laughs> like that book just like I read it and I was like listen so I'm like oh my god like it just spoke to me and it took everything out and I was like okay this is what I need to do even though I was struggling it literally started to like pave my way for what I needed to do and what I needed to create for myself mm-hmm. yeah I love that book by the way <laughs> <laughs> it's filled with highlights and like stars with my favorite quotes 
Mm-hmm. And I relate to what the both of you had said, because even, you know, I'm a social worker as well, like Fadia. And my mom told me when I was little, she was like, you would be at recess trying to break up fights and or just trying to tell friends, it's okay, be friends. <laughs> so she's like, she's just like, it was always naturally in me, even as a young child. But it wasn't until, you know, I graduated college that I really realized what I wanted to do. And I have all this, you know, experience working with people from all ages, but I would still find myself ask, praying to God, like, okay, God, you have, I know that this is my gift, but show me how I can use it on a bigger level because I know that I'm not supposed to just be in this one lane. Like I I just, I like, like I felt it in my heart and in my bones. I just didn't know what it would look like. And I remember I would pray on it and pray on, I think for years. And then when I started, you know, my weight loss journey and just, I was like, oh, I'm just going to document it on Instagram. And I would pray on that also. Okay, God, you're, you're, you're moving me in another direction. I don't know what this direction is, but continue to show me how you can use me and this gift that I have. And then my husband was like, well, people are already reaching out to you and they're asking you for help. So why don't you just make it into a business? And at the same, around at the same time, that's when Fadia had sent me your Instagram. And I'm like, who is this girl? She's so amazing. Like I love her energy. And, and then you had the class about to join your membership. And Fadia was just like, we should just do it. And I, I was scared. Like the fear was tapping on my shoulder. And I was like, you know what? This is just, I'm being steered in another direction. That's it. I don't care how much it is. I'm going to pay for it. And so I signed up. And then it's just like, once I signed up, having conversations with you one-on-one and looking Mm -hmm. at your master classes, literally that's when everything started to open up and fall into place. But it was just like things started to fall into place even faster and I'm just like oh I feel like these, these blessings and these prayers <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I gotta go for the ride and the book helped me confirm even more just the journey that I was on like okay this is your gift and this is the purpose and your calling and I was able to put it all into like a little bouquet of flowers and I'm like wow like this is an an amazing journey yes there's fear but it ties back into being still and taking the leap and listening to to, to God in your faith. So, girl, can't tell <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> yeah, you definitely inspired us. I mean, even before you started your business, like I said, I was reaching out to you and having a conversation with you. And then just the way you were genuinely just like, you know, sharing like your, your belief, your faith, it just like inspired me to even like, step into my own purpose right like finding um genuine individuals that are inspiring even through conversation or what they're doing is just kind of like open your eyes to like don't give up on yourself and i think that's what you did it's like even though you were fearful about leaving your job and starting and taking on this new adventure you also had like individuals that were supporting you so how important that was for you to have those conversations with like with your family with your boyfriend and you know and how did that impact your relationship because into like going into this business because you need the support system as well Yes, I will say, honestly, and I don't think I've ever told anybody this, it was actually a little bit of an issue mm-hmm. because I have always had problems letting go of the reins. 
And for a long time, it wasn't a conversation between my boy, my mom and dad, they were fine. My dad's an entrepreneur. My mom's like, do what you want to do. But with my boyfriend, I was honestly very selfish. And I didn't realize it until like he sat me down one day because it was never a, hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. It was like, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Here's my plan. Here's what. And so uh, the support was there, but he felt as though it was like, I was just throwing something at him and then telling him to support it mm. instead of him being on that journey with me. And that like really like it hit me in multiple ways. So I realized one, I got to stop being selfish in my life because that rolled over even into my business that rolled over into me, you know, taking forever to hire help because mm. I did not want anybody on my team. I was like, oh yeah, I can make these decisions and figure it out. And, um, and so I will say, because a lot of people, I actually had a friend too, who was talking about quitting her job. And she was like, uh, and I kind of got offended because she was like, I was like, you know what? I just had to do it. I just had to be obedient when the time was right. I, I went and did it. She was like, well, that's easy for you to say, because you had support. And I was thinking in my head, I had no support, but that was because I didn't allow myself to have support. Mm, mm, um, okay, okay. So, you know, so it was like, I, I was still saving like I was going to be the only one covering bills in the house I was still stressed like I was the only man standing um and so to be honest we're just getting in a place I was saying the last like eight to nine months of like me allowing him to support me and me Mm. and and and, um me asking for support and, and establishing what we need so you know when I was stepping into it to be honest there wasn't much of a conversation it was it was hey um I just quit my job <laughs> this is how much I have saved so we're good and me thinking me thinking that I had taken care of the situation that he would be fine with that and he was like it's not the fact that you quit it's just the fact that you didn't tell me and so now I you know it's more of conversations of like this week I have a whole lot of clients I'm really stressed if you could help me by doing this mm-hmm. you know or you know and vice versa like he'll do the same when he's working on his business now and so um really now the support looks like us like sitting down like to convene on Sundays and kind of do temperature checks mm. and say you know okay what do you need from me this week here's what I need from you how can we support is that something that we can do or can't do because of schedule or life and how can we maneuver around that but you know I'll be honest child I was trying to do everything myself <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean I think also for 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 many women it's like they you want something done and you just have tunnel vision mm-hmm. and so you you have all these plans in your head and I feel like sometimes naturally we're just I know I can say for myself we're just structured I can plan something yes. and like A B C D I know what to get done and so when it's all said and done you know we just go right ahead and execute the plan mm-hmm. forgetting that we have a whole area of people <laughs> that we need to talk to also and I remember too like I, even with my husband like I had to have these conversations with him uh, also I don't like to ask for help <laughs> you know I take things all on but body knows like I'll do everything by myself it's and I had to learn also to be able to lean on him but like oh hey this is the idea that I have what do you think versus 
well, I just want to do it anyways, and it's yeah. gonna ha- and it's gonna happen. Um, so having those conversations, I like that. Just being open and because they can also have ideas too to be able to help you on your journey or see things in a different perspective. Um, and I like that you said that you know when you're selfish in one area like your business it can also trickle in other areas mm-hmm. I think I think I heard uh, Bishop T.D. Jake said that he's like if you're not right in one area of your life it's definitely going to trickle down and affect everything else yes yes <laughs> so I think it's like the pillars of the pillars of life <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's a matter of just trying to be like self-awareness constantly um and so I think that's good advice to anyone who has that support system, you know, just really thinking about, you know, who are your, who you're going to communicate with and talking out those plans with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how, with, with what you said, and it's interesting, you said that, like, you know, you didn't, you didn't allow people to support you, right? Even your family and your boyfriend. So when you begin to open that door, how, how did your relationship begin to cultivate in like, mm-hmm. in that sense and like seeing, okay, I need support. Let me allow my family, let me allow my boyfriend to support me in this way and asking this question and making the time to have a temperature check. So like, how has that strengthened or cultivate your relationship with each other? I would say, you know, just how you're saying, it just spills over into everything else. Like, it's just, we've always been open, but it's like, we're very open with each other now. It's just like, (laughs) there's no topic off limits. There's no jokes. There's no anything off limits. And that's what my, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's like me allowing people to support me, allow them to kind of support each other. I can't mm. really explain. Like, as far as my family and friends, like my mom and dad, I'm not kidding. They are the most supportive people ever, but they're just now getting to the point of even understanding what I do because mm. I just never told them. Like, they were just like, okay, just do what you want to do. And, you know, and again, I never went to them for help or anything like that for the most part. So, you know, every time I do even stuff like this, an interview, my, I'll tell my dad, yeah, I had a podcast interview. And he was like, but what though? What do you do? <laughs> and so I'm like they're finally starting to understand but it's so it's so funny because now we'll be on like speakerphone me talking to my parents and him on the phone with his mom and then my mom and his mom would be talking to him y'all make sure I just eat today because you know she's busy and then my stepdad and my boyfriend would be telling jokes to each other and it's just so so I realized just me opening up to everyone allowed them to Mm -hmm. foster a relationship too uh I feel like that's been the most beautiful thing from it Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I love I love that. I love like how you're, you know, you're opening that door and just showing them like how especially for me, like for me coming like you know, from being in a relationship to not being in a relationship anymore. So like, I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything on my own. I'm, I'm like taking on that responsibility. How do you cultivate that? How do you begin to allow others to help you? Because sometimes you just feel like you just want to do it all. Like, I don't want to burden somebody. I don't want to, yeah. you know, it's like, it's just the responsibility of it all. So it's, it's, it's good to hear that like, it takes being obedient. It takes listening. It takes like saying, okay, all right, what is that I need? And allowing that door to open. And yeah, Bria. I've had to learn too to be very, very 
straightforward about what I need too. Because even when I started to open up, I would be sharing stuff and I didn't expect a response. Like I didn't want one. Like I wasn't putting out an idea for you to switch and edit my idea. And then I would get upset. Like, no, I, I was happy with this idea. And now you want to tell me you want, you should I should do something different. And I would get frustrated with that. And so I had to learn that when I'm talking to my boyfriend, my family, or anybody, when I'm opening up for support, I have to know let them know, hey, I'm coming to tell you this just because I needed to get it off my chest. Or, hey, I'm about to tell you something. I actually need you to listen and give me some feedback. Or, you know, I want to know from your perspective as a person, as a consumer, does this sound like a good idea? So I had to be very straightforward to what I need from them because people can't read our minds. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that's something that I'm starting to get better at or I'm le- and learning to do because there's that you have this idea or how you feel and then when you express it or want some feedback or it's that kind of like fear of like rejection or just no I don't want you to change anything and being so fixated in one mindset um but then it it does go back to like no it's okay to be direct because then that other person knows what you are expecting of them and how to show up And I feel like that goes not just, you know, within business, but even in friendships and relationships, it all ties in Mm -hmm. together. Yes. And in talking about all that, like you created the Brown Girls Biz World and then you just recently um, did the six figure scent. So let's talk about that a little bit, how those (laughs) those two became birth for you, for Brown Girl Business World and six figure scent. What inspired to like kind of like cultivate that and bring us together and then like the message behind it for women you know to begin work walking their purpose and to use that and to be intentional about what they're doing while they're earning an income while they're you know the message that they're sending out to individuals mm-hmm. um well let me just say starting six figure saints was like the most frustrating thing <laughs> God definitely gave me a vision with no direction without one, honey. And I was trying to jump the gun. I actually was fasting um, months, months, months before I even had the idea of the conference. And literally during my fast, Six Figure Saints popped into my head. Like Mm. just the word, no idea, no conference, just the words, Six Mm. Figure Saints. Uh, and then I turned, I literally, I came, I just turned to Michael, my boyfriend, and I was like, six figure saints, how do you feel about that? <laughs> and then again, no context. He's like, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> and I was like, well, too bad. God gave it to me. And so <laughs> I go on my computer. I like even, I start trademarking the name and like just the process of it. Cause I didn't even know what it was. I bought the domain. I think I bought a few. I bought like six figure saint, six figure saints. With the S, with the, everything I bought, Six Figure Saints. And I was like, I have no idea what this is for. And um, and then another fast much later kind of led to uh, the conference. But I even still struggled with that because I did have Brown Girl Biz World. And Brown Girl Biz World is my baby. And so I was like, is this supposed to be a replacement? Like, am mm-hmm. I supposed to do figure states membership should I change the name of brown girl biz world should I and so I, I got like actually really frustrated and really overwhelmed um and it was until uh I think it was like some guy dm'd me and the guys usually dm me I usually don't answer because I'm just like oh, I love working with women but he dm'd me and it was like such a heartfelt message he was like how him and his wife had heard me 
um, inside of Clubhouse talking and she doesn't have an Instagram. So he was the one who messaged me. He was like, you know, I just want to let you know, my wife is going to join Brown Girl Biz World. I know it's not for women, but can I like take peeks sometimes and things like Aww. that? And I just mm. realized, you know what, there are things that, not just married couples, but there are things that families want to do together, whether they're yes. men or women. There are things that you really, couples want to do together. There are things that, you know, and in essence, everything that I do is for kingdom families to be honest you know I've mm -hmm. always said just just creating a space where families could thrive I feel like a lot of things come down to money I will be honest um yeah I think that a lot of marriages break up because of money mm -hmm. I feel like and I always have to explain this when I say it I feel like I was molested because of money and the reason <laughs> I say that is because um we didn't have a lot of money at all and so you know it was easy for my mom to put me in the care of honestly places I probably shouldn't have been family members who we knew were trashy and you know you know random babysitters and things like that and I and I think like dang what if we actually had the money to be in a in an actual like childcare facility that mm -hmm. would be reputable you know what if and so it's just a lot of things in my life and everything that spiraled from then and just the things I've seen most times have come down to money. And so I said to say, it's always been important for me to, uh, I always say doing things for women, but I realized I also need to be doing it for men if they're going to be the head of a household. You know, mm. they, they are still very big on decision-making and leading that household and making sure along with their wives that, you know, their children are going to be brought up and supported and encouraged and so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to replace Brown or Biz World. But then that's where the Six Figure Saints Conference came along. And so it was just really important for me to make sure people could just work in their freaking purpose and be happy and do what they want to do. And I say when people are working in their purpose, it makes my job easier. Because <laughs> when God gives you something, it's not going to fail. You know what I'm saying? That's true. <laughs> these other business coaches they got it out here hard they got to go yeah. guess what sometimes go against what god and i give somebody and try to make some money out of it child i would rather not i like it to be a smooth flow um and so you know me cultivating these communities brago bisrael six figure saints um just wanted to have a place where people could just walk in their purpose and make money and be happy and you know save future generations from whatever it may be that could come I don't know <laughs> yeah I, you know what as you're talking about this and what's popping up in my head is that I just started my business I finally took the leap of faith and I said okay I'm gonna do it right and so I'm finally I was like do it <laughs> I know and then I had and I it's so funny and I had the conversation with you the one-on-one -on -one conversation and then you gave me some questions of homework assignment that I needed to sit with and I sat with it for a long time and let me tell you something I cried <laughs> I had I was like literally crying because because what it took for me was like I had to step out of something else that I enjoyed doing, that I was loving doing, but I had to look at the relationship because it's like, if you don't have joy, if you don't have the, the, the support, you don't have the relationship, it, make, it makes it hard. And so I started to like, it was really hard for me to come out of it. And then when I started the business, I spoke to someone who was like, okay, so is it just for women? Um, can guy do it too? Can And so like, it started to make me think, I'm like, okay, I know I'm focusing on women, but I'm like, maybe I should, 
expanded a little bit because I didn't realize that I'm like, okay, there are the men that want the support. There are the men that like the message that you're sending out. And then, so it's like, if it's just target one person, you're missing out on the other. So it's like, in hearing you talk about that with six figures, ten, it's like, it makes sense right? because it was difficult for me to transition. Yeah. And Bria and I will have this conversation. I remember I was just like so down. I was like, I will be in tears some days. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. And she's just like, girl, just do it. Like, what do you yeah. have to lose? Just do it. <laughs> and then I'm in and I'm in Brown, Brown Girls Business World. And I'm just like, I'm part of this group and beautiful, beautiful women that are, you know, cultivating their business and you're showing us different ways to do it. Like I came in this group for a purpose. I came to mm-hmm. cultivate my gift. And I'm like, I'm almost a year in and I'm like, what's my gift? and so it was kind of like you got to step into it you got to stop dreaming about it and then just say okay all right yeah I want to do this yeah I want to do that but then don't really don't really take action and do it and like you said God's give you the gift with no direction (laughs) with no direction with no plan with no how to do's no no list no breaking down where to start and so I'm like and then she's like all right let me go watch the videos we have the group so let's do it so Mm -hmm. I have to so finally I can say I'm stepping into it (laughs) I'm finally Mm -hmm. taking the advice I'm finally (laughs) saying like yes I need the support and I'm doing it yeah and I and I would tell her like but you're already doing the work and she would be like Fadi would explain to me like her thoughts and what she would be doing like at her actual job and I'm just like but do you know you are already what you're saying is was <laughs> already doing the work? So what's holding? Just do it. Just, just yes. and you know she was finally able to you know launch her business, which I'm so proud of her for doing and just being able to see her growth and how Brown Girl Bizzle has just been able to help not just only us but all of the other girls that we've connected with and just seeing their journey and how they're blossoming and i feel like it's such a beautiful space to feel safe and to be seen and heard and just really support each other and root for each other and i feel like everybody is just has just blossomed (laughs) and just continue yes (laughs) even and i'm not entrepreneurship is not easy it's not peaches and cream every single day it really isn't and I remember I sent Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. I sent you a message and I was like I am so overwhelmed I'm about to break down and you were like no girl we're gonna have it one-on-one FaceTime (laughs) (laughs) yes and that's the conversation I had too and you brought me back down I was like okay it's just and I think on this journey, even if it's entrepreneurship or whatever endeavors in your life, that there's going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And so for you, looking back on your own journey, have you had a time where you were like, yeah, this is not for me. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and how were you able to get through it? Uh, that time was actually this month and I'm just mm-hmm. not getting through it. And it's so... Wow. I couldn't really know. I was like, you know what? I was thinking I was going to make a post about it on social media. And I was like, this is just still too raw. I can't really explain the feelings. But uh, so my dad had a heart attack and he's okay. Okay. But I can't explain the feeling of me being so crushed. Like he was just, still I say was, like I'm just like acting like he's gone. He's alive and well. But he thank God, superhero. And so for me to see the person who I just never thought would even just get sick to be having a heart attack, 
I don't know. It, it broke me. It broke me. And I had a few panic attacks. I never had, I, no one tells you when you have a serious panic attack, how painful it is for yes. days. Yes. Oh, so, no, my chest is hurting for days. And I, I can't remember. I don't know if it's just me just walloping and just, just that, but I even went through from that feeling guilty because my granddad passed a few months ago and oh. that really shook me too but I felt guilty because I was like how am I sitting here mourning my dad who's alive and well and I didn't even take the time to mourn my granddad wow. and I don't know why it just so the 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 last month has been like the craziest because I was like having those emotions and then I this is the month that I took on more clients than I would ever take on in any month. So I'm like smiling every day, knowing dang oh well, I didn't feel like smiling. And then, you know, um, then my birthday and my friends thinking they were doing the right. And they love that we actually had a great time. But my boyfriend and my friends were like, let's surprise ISIS with trips. So I went to two trips and <laughs> it was a band-aid, it wasn't a cure. And yeah. so, you know, so I was just and still am really working through I'm a big proponent of God in therapy um and so I have like doubled up on my therapy yeah. I have like spent more time with God I, I've told my clients I had some clients who I work with for like a month to six weeks who want to do three months to six months my next program and I've told them no I need to take mm-hmm. yes. doing it however long it needs to be for me to just because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, I still can't explain the feeling and my dad is like he's so he's like a jokester he's just like me he's so hilarious and it's <laughs> I keep trying to tell him like I'm I was like dad I'm like so heartbroken over you I don't know why he's like we well, need to get together so we can get on vacation I'm ready to go get a beer and I'm like <laughs> how, how am I not okay and you're okay <laughs> so this was just my month and it was just you know, it's so, I have like two feelings around it because one feeling is just like the, the, the little lies that we tell ourselves, right? Yes. So I was like, you know, if I can lose my granddad, if my dad could have a heart attack, if life is so short, then why would I even take the time to put energy into a business, right? Like I was just like, let me just go through life with the easy stuff. Let me go back to work and literally thoughts that I'm having just because uh, and then I had the 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 real me who's fighting against that, who's like, this is not only my passion, but my responsibility to use yes. my gift. You know, mm-hmm. like if if I was put on this earth literally for my light to shine and to pour into other people, and if I'm not doing that, how disrespected disrespectful is it to God that I just threw away the gifts that He gave me? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel too. And so you know, we're, I'm in the moment right now. You know, my, I, I, I can relate to that feeling because my dad passed, it'll be a year and two weeks. Wow. And so when he passed away, it amplified everything, but it also pushed me to follow my dreams and my gifts. And I'm, I still don't really understand like that relation, <laughs> um, and but he always knew he always supported what I wanted to do I remember having a conversation maybe a month before he had passed and it's like oh dad like this is um I have an idea like I think I'm gonna start a business and he was just and I told him a little bit about it and he was like oh that's great like do whatever you want to do and so 
when he passed, but they're still going through that process of grief and it can be very crippling. And there's days where you're just like, I just want to sleep. I don't want to do anything. I don't want, I just want to turn off the laptop. I don't want to post anything on Instagram, no content or speak to clients, but also knowing that we are human and yes, we have this gift and passion, but it is okay to say no. I have learned the power of no. <laughs> we have to show up for ourselves. And if we can't show up for ourselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how can we show up in our business and be able to show up for our clients and just know that it's, it is one day at a time. Yes. So even yes. through the storms, even when the days are really crappy, again, leaning on your faith and knowing that you will get through it. And at the end of the day, when you communicate with your clients that, okay, no, not this time, you are putting yourself first, but they will understand no matter what, because yeah. God ordained it to. Sorry, you have to go to that. And I'm happy your father is doing well and you're taking care of your mental health in the midst of it all. And, you know, we're here, you know, we have the community and we're here to, to yeah. support you to that. So, um, like just just wow you don't need to be drinking <laughs> so how we talk as we talk about faith so let's talk you know let's talk about the importance of faith for you so you also you lead prayer with us in group when we when we meet you you show us different ways to cultivate that and to strengthen that relationship with 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 God in our faith faith is in one word everything mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> I um I don't think I started to realize it's like one of those things you kind of just have you just don't really think about like oh yeah I have faith and everyone says have faith I don't think I realized how important it was when I was dating somebody I had no business dating had to be like maybe like time flies probably like five years ago now and he was a good person. He was a good man, just not a godly man. So he did not, he believed in like spirituality, meaning like a one true God, but like no religions. I think oh. I think that's how he believed. I couldn't really. <laughs> so anyway, but because he didn't believe in like their, the, just having like something or someone out there like that had a plan for you, I, there was no way I could help this man. I mean, he would be like going through, the stuff that I would consider small and would be depressed because mm. he, he saw no way out, right? No way out. It would be like, you know, his him and his boss getting into a fight. And I'm like, okay, well, just pray over it. Like, my sister's like, pray over it, figure out how you should handle it. You know, it'll all work out. And he would be so angry for days or upset for days or because there was no outlet for him um and that is when I just realized like this faith thing is real important like it started to hit me if I don't have faith then what what will I ever believe in like there was like no point in anything for him um and so I have I actually that relationship I don't talk about it too much but that relationship took me on a year after us breaking up of where I honestly I don't know if I even really believe in God Mm. This man had me reading so many books about different religions and all that, and I oh, and no. at the point where I was like, it got I was in the same stance as him. I was like, you know, I don't know what the heck is going on. I don't know if there's a thing out here, and I just and you know what's so funny is that because of that, what brought me away from God made me even closer to Him. Mm. Because of that, because of me trying to prove that God was not real. 
I went through a whole year of doing so much research, like digging into everything, not even just the Bible. I'm digging in all these different religions, reading all this stuff, just going just crazy over information. Everything led back to Jesus. I mean, mm. like, I was mm. literally outset trying to prove that this man did not exist. Um, and so that like really renewed my faith. And so I just want people to see, you know, I, I'm never the person to try to force anything on anybody. I'm not yeah. that person. But I want people to understand that just having faith and knowing there's something about knowing that everything is going to work out. Like truly knowing yeah. it, it mm. puts so much courage into your heart. It gives you so much strength. You know, people ask me how I'm, a, how I'm a, you know, so good with being obedient because I'm literally in the mindset of what the heck could go wrong. You know, if, it, if you're telling me that God has already handled it, that's like me telling, you know, my mom coming and telling me like, hey, I got you some cake right there on that, car, car, that counter blindfolded me and say all you gotta do is take one step forward two step forward turn left turn right you there right I trust her enough to not throw me against the wall and make me run into stuff and <laughs> just to get the prize that she has for me you know mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about God too so I just want people to have that relationship and understand it's gonna happen it just depends on you taking that step to get that cake I don't know where this <laughs> analogy came from <laughs> <Love that>. <laughs> <laughs> It's about dessert time right about now. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much, Isis. You have shared so many gems with us throughout this episode. You know, how to walk in your faith while securing the bag. And really what it is, is just leaning in your faith trusting in the process and listening listen to what people are telling you so that you are able to hear and confirm what your gift is for yourself while being obedient and being still and Mm -hmm. then even and even through the rough times trying to figure out your business lean on your support and having conversations with them also and um just big up yourself and have fun also and I actually want our audience to have a little bit of a taste of BGBW and for us that is you always start and end your meetings with a prayer and I would love if you can end our episode today with one of your lovely prayers as well to (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Lord God, I come to you today first just to say thank you for these amazing women, for Fadia and Bria, for having this platform that uplifts and that loves on women. And I just thank you for their lives, Lord. I just pray that right now, anyone under the sound of my voice, anyone who's listening to this podcast is blessed beyond measure, Lord. I pray that you renew their faith in you, that you renew their understanding that you fill them with so much obedience that it just overflows Lord that every step that they take is took with courage and understanding and they know that you don't want anything for them that is not going to bless their lives Lord I thank you for already giving us the provisions I thank you for already 
filling us with everything that we need to know. I thank you for giving us the strength and the power, Lord. It is already within us and with you, we know that we can do anything. I pray over everyone's business, everyone's life, over Fadia's new business <laughs> and Bria's too, Lord. And I just pray that you continue to fill us and guide us in every step of the way, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your knowledge and for the wisdom you continue to give us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, I felt that. Amen. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. You're going to make me cry. You're going to make me tear up. <laughs> And and this is and then this is what this is what our the business is right like you you'll do things like that and the way you connect us and the way you end with us it just like puts us in a different space even with me it it, it, it doesn't get old it's like oh my god like the prayer just touched and you feel it you feel it so I appreciate you know and I and, and I'm admiring your work and I appreciate you and creating the space for us because I'm learning so much and it's helping me so. I says thank you and I'm happy that you were able to join us. So um, if anything guys resonate with you guys today with this episode, um, leave us a comment. And if you want to be a guest or you want to suggest us for some topic, email us at the millennial base podcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you.